Yo, once again, uh, welcome back to Rodian Radio. Uh, uh, once again, I encourage you to uh, uh, go to DocuMixery.com and Unlimited Streaming, uh, the Rodian Mixtape DocuMixery. It is based on the Japanese vendor from the city of Whittier. Once again, <clears throat> um, sharing this story, this man uh, passed away from a freak accident five years ago, and I took it upon myself. This was a personal burden uh, uh, to bring this to everyone, his story, so that his name, Steviano, would not get lost in um, uh, West Coast hip-hop history. Uh, this is the part of history that a lot of people have never shared, never talked about. It involves Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Easy e I like to call it the prequel to Straight Outta Compton. But without further ado, one of my own good friends from the city of Wilmington, the Harbor area, Mr. G. Lawless, thank you for coming, brother. Come on down, brother. Chilling, man. Um, G, I know we only have a little while. You grew up here in the city of Wilmington, if I'm correct. Yes. Is this where you grew up at? Yep. Okay, but now you live where? I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay, now what took Mr. G from Wilmington to Texas? The choice to live a better life, brother. Really? Yeah. I okay. mean, Cali's too expensive, and I mean, Texas, it's like everybody's going there now because the house market is just like cheap, and you get like a lot of bang for your buck. Okay. So, and over here, you're pretty much paying for uh, the weather. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we, yeah. We're paying, in a room about this size, probably like three thousand dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, now I met you, G, because we only have a short time, and I do want to say that when you do come back, I want to book you for a longer interview because you're here for Thanksgiving and visiting your family. That's right. Okay, but next time you come, please let me know ahead of time because I want to book you for a few full interview. Okay. Um, you grew up here in Wilmington. Who would you say were your early inspirations, if you will, for uh, rap? For rap, I want to say like, like the first thing that really grabbed my ear was like uh, the early Ice T music. You know early Ice T music, okay. Yeah. And like my favorite album from him is uh, that um, a Power album. Power album, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And at that time, I was probably like, I don't know, maybe like the tenth grade. I want to say. Okay, 10th you know grade. Around so there. around that time is when you said pretty much, I want to start rapping? Well, I was already writing lyrics. Okay, around but what I was age like, um, would you say you started writing lyrics? Probably like 16, 17. Okay. Now, I was what kind of in the closet with it, you know what I mean? Because okay. I was like, I don't want anybody to hear what I'm writing about. But it was a start, you know what I mean? Okay. Now, who would you say other than the power, who did you see, who did you hear maybe that when you said, I think I want to start writing? Was there anyone before possibly Ice-T or was it just his stuff and then from there you just began to? I think I've always been creative because I used to like to do art. I was into like uh, the graffiti scene when it first came out. I used to break dance. I used to pop. So I was always inspired at a young age. You know what okay. I mean? So that's, that's kind of where, where it sparked from. A, a lot of the elements of, of hip hop was, you know, part of them is b-boying, breaking, mm -hmm. popping. Yeah rapping you know some yep. of it is graffiti mm -hmm. and us being from the hood we always wrote oh, you know what on. i'm saying so that's b-boying <laughs> too so um so now i remember when okay sh share with us a little bit of your history because before you did the lawless you were the outlaws exactly okay we were the outlaws. when did that start and who was a part of the outlaws the outlaws was a group made up of me and my homeboy rock i don't know if you guys are familiar with rock he uh he runs um a South Bay, uh, South Bay tattoo. Okay. Okay. So it was me, him, his brother shotgun and, uh, one of my homeboys named Sapo. Yeah. Okay. But his rap name, we used to call him, um, a, a cue ball. Okay. So 
How many rappers will you say were two? Two rappers. So you were one of them. Yes. Okay. Did you guys have a DJ at all? Yeah, that was rock. Okay. Yeah. And and how long did that last before you went to Lawless? It lasted. The outlaw thing lasted. I think it died before it even got going. That's the thing. I mean, we were always trying to dibble and dab in the music. We had a four track. We had a, this Yamaha uh, beat machine, and uh, we also had a sampler. And we used to make all kinds of uh, tracks at Roxpad. And he was kind of like the quarterback. His brother was kind of like the engineer because he knew how to run everything. Okay. And uh, Rock basically taught us the basics of like writing and everything. Okay. So once I met up with these guys, because we used to all go to high school together, and uh, that's when I started like, okay, these are the stuff that I've been working on. Okay. And he's the one who kind of was like, you know what? It's supposed to be 16 bars, eight bars. And that's so, what I was going to. Yeah. Because most rappers, when they start, there's no bars. They just rap all exactly. over the damn beat. You know? So that's why I kind of kept it in the closet for a minute. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Uh, so now, I remember getting a demo. It was a CD demo. It had the song "The Enemy." Mm -hmm. And uh, can you name a couple of more songs that were on there? It was uh, "The Enemy." It was a song called "How Lovely." And there was another song. There was another two songs on there that I forget what their names are because it's been so long, and I don't even have any of that stuff anymore. But yeah, I mean, at that time, it, gang banging was at a full time high, and, now, and we were with it. So now, yes, okay, now. When I first heard that song, The Enemy, and everybody knows I'm not going to get into the lyrics, okay? <laughs> I remember when you brought that song to me, I said, look, G, you're going to have to perform this song sooner or later. <laughs> Either you trim down some of those words to those other neighborhoods, because they were the enemy. Yeah, that's okay? right. Or if you go ahead and you perform this song, those enemies are going to come looking for you at the shows. Exactly. You understood that this was a show business now. Yes. This wasn't a hood. You know, sometimes we think we can take the hood to the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you end up getting killed. Yeah, of course. You I know, mean, look at all the rappers that already died. You know what I mean? Thank you. Now, on that CD, that demo, that was The Outlaws, correct? Yes. Okay. Who were the rappers, once again? You? Me and my homeboy Sapo. Sapo. Yeah. Now, did he have another name? Yeah, well, Hever was his real name. Okay, Hever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, we won't get into why yeah. he had to depart, but... Yeah. But uh, it came to the point where he had to make an exit. Yes. He left the group. Mm -hmm. And then you just took the role of, of the, lead, the lead rapper. The lead rapper. Yes. Uh, how long? I mean, so now from Outlaws, you became Lawless. Yes. Who came up with that name? Hever. Okay. Hever. Now, was, was that already in the works to change the name? No, it's one day. It's the thing is like this. Because when he had a when he had a bounce, he had a hat that said Lawless on it. And we were the outlaws at the time. Right. So when it all hit the fan and uh, the group broke up, I ran with that name, Lawless. For the reason is because it was connected to the outlaw name. Okay. And since he wasn't going to be like in the group anymore and everything kind of fell apart, we decided to make a brand new start and we ran with Lawless. Okay. It still meant the same thing. Now, let me say something because when I first heard that CD, I'm not going to lie to you. Here's what went through my mind. Holy shit. These guys are... Gang banging at an all time high. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yeah. And that tape, or should I say that CD, mm -hmm. it's still legendary around here, bro. <laughs> I know. I uh, still hear it. Okay. Now, I, I will say this. I know somewhere amongst my CD collection, yeah. I still have it. What? Yes. And people still hound me. Do you have it? I'll give you 100 bucks for it. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. You know, and I just haven't really dug into it because I have a yeah. lot of CDs. Mm -hmm. But I will say this that that was legendary around here. 
And when um, you approached me and said, we want you to produce our record. Mm -hmm. That was one of the songs that I had to talk to you about yes, first. Yes, yes, I remember. Because I said, Gee, are you sure you want to do this? No, and we did. I mean, we cut it down, but we still ran with the majority of the song. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. And um, I remember your other partner that was funding the project. Yeah. He approached me. I'll give you this much. We'll, we'll go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. To me, it was an honor to go ahead and do it. You know, uh, uh, um, a lot of people don't know that that Lawless album had 10 songs. I produced nine. Yes. And uh, Tony G produced one. Mm -hmm. or, uh, I think it was the site, track one. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were other songs that didn't make that album, like mm -hmm. Some Girls. Yeah. Some then, Girls, we end up giving it to uh, Thump. Okay. And then um, um, Some I girls produced uh, Bed Drama. Yeah, Bed Drama. Which I brought Daza in, the Lowrider yeah, Car yeah. Show Queen, yeah, into, yeah. to do the, the lyrics. Yeah. You know, now, uh, we did 10 songs. The reason why I bring that up is because when your partner who was funding the project paid me when that CD came out, I was only given credit for four songs. That sounds familiar. And his name was pretty much on all the tracks that he produced them. Mm -hmm. You know, when I brought that up to him, he later on said, oh, it was a mix up. It should have <laughs> never been like that. Okay, cool. I don't have a problem with that. But here's my thing. Just give credit where credit is due. Of course. Because people today still ask me, hey, your name is not on those tracks. Yeah. Well. I'm saying it in front of you. Yeah. I produced nine of those songs. Of course. Okay. Um, I still remember all that stuff. And you produced some on the second album. So Yes, exactly. And believe me, it was an honor and a pleasure to be working with you. We did have a, one of my favorite songs on there was uh, Here's to You. Mm -hmm. It had a frost on it. Yeah, it had slow on there. A slow pain. And it was a, a song that we got from uh, that Here's to You from uh, Sky. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I remember. And uh, we had such a great time. We recorded at Scanlon Studio, mm -hmm. Steve Studio. Yes. You know, uh, um, uh, around what time, what year did that album come out? Do you remember? That Here's to You album, I want to say was like, oof. It was like a span from like the mid 90s to like 2003. But that album must have been put out like, I want to say like in 97, maybe. Yeah, like 97. I yeah. remember. Yeah. I remember. Um, and then we worked on the second album. I think I only did half of the second album. Mm -hmm. If I hear him, I'll know. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, AOT was on some of them. Mm -hmm. I think he was on, uh, was it Love Love Hurts? versus Hate. Love versus Hate. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Nino Brown. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Saint or? Uh, that was AOT. AOT, okay. AOT the Saint. Nino Brown. I think he had another name, if I'm correct. They called him a, I don't know exactly all the names that they've called him, but at that time, Gibby? He, was going, he was going, well, that was his, that was his real name. Okay. He, it's called Gib. Okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but uh, yeah, he was on there. Uh, Frost was on there. Slow was on there. I was on there. And then uh, I think we didn't get Little Rob into the third album. But, right. Because yeah. I remember I, I did I did two songs with Little Rob. I remember he had came, came down. Okay. I, I just never knew where those songs ended up at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Now, um, the first album drops. Under what label did that album come out on? That one came out on... Um, Eastside Records. Eastside Records. Do you remember who? The, the oldie records, you know, the ones with the Eastside Story? Yeah. Yeah, it was on that label. And uh, how did you guys get a deal or get distribution through them? We got distribution, I think, through Southwest, but all that was done through Bill Walker. Bill because Walker. the same thing as you talked with, with the guys from Spanish Fly, um, when we first took them our, our first stuff, they said the same thing to us. That's too street. That's just, I mean, we like the image. We like everything that you guys are showing us. But if you can come up with something that's more commercial, 
like something that I can put on the radio. Right. And he's like, I'll hook you guys up with the record deal. So that's when we did Some Girls, A Bad Drama, and that was our first little way into the game. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'll break it down a little bit, and I'll make some bubble gum. And, and in return, I'll flood the album with all the stuff I like to do. You know what I mean? That's what and, you got to do it. Yeah, and, and that's what I did, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of like what Puffy did with uh, with Biggie. He had to do with that Juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, Biggie let... Well, once you get your name going, then you can come out with whatever you want. They're going to want to hear it. Right, you know right. Right. And um, the second album, was it under Eastside Records as well? It was under Eastside Records as well. But at the same time, uh, we were working on a project where we wanted to do our own record label. Okay. And it was uh, Cashflow Records. And at the same time, we had our own production company, which was uh, a Bomb Sack Productions. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, Bomb Sack Productions. Hmm. Now, uh, the the third album comes out did mm -hmm. you remember the name of the third album the third album is called the wild wild west okay that one i don't think i did anything or maybe mm -mm. At, at that point we're already buying tracks from different producers okay and stuff like that in between uh the second and the third album we put out that west coast gambinos west coast gambinos compilation that, that was like in 99. I, I did that song with uh if you remember i think it was nino brown and JV mm -hmm. in in the county jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was one. that was a cut. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what? And I wasn't even giving credit on that song. Hey, you know, you so, got to talk to the investor. <laughs> yeah. I, well, again, you know, uh, I hear uh, you. It, it was a mix up again. Yeah, of course. Well, that's the story all the time. It, so, it, was, it was a mix up, you know. but every time the the mix up happened, his name ended up in the mix up. A, I mean, it was a good mix up, of course, <laughs> of course. So. A lot of times when I tell people what I did, I'm just glad you're here so that you can kind of uh, confirm. The I'll, validate. I'll, I'll validate. I'll validate. A lot of that stuff, he put his name on it as like the writer just to get credit and to right. get like money, I guess. You know what uh -huh. I mean? And since he figured since, well, I'm investing in all this stuff, then I, I should get the bigger cut. I understand. You know what I mean? That's just the way it was. You right. know, but I mean, then again, I mean, it is what it is. That's that's. The main thing about the rap game was it's, it's a shady business, bro. It's a shady business. It's cutthroat. And that's the reason I took a long hiatus because it was kind of like a turnoff. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that, me too. I took like a 10 or 12 year uh, layoff. And that's kind of my fault as well because I took time to raise my family, to invest in my kids. Yeah, of course. You know, because if I don't, and if you don't, who is? Yeah, yeah that's right. The you streets? Know? Yeah, the streets. The streets will raise them, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now, uh, there's a real, real popular rapper out of uh, Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. and he goes by the name of SPM. Yes. Now, you work with SPM. Mm -hmm. If I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, that was on a Kid Frost album? Mm -hmm. That was on Kid Frost's, uh, I think it was a double CD that he was putting out with uh, Celeb Entertainment. Okay. They had a little studio up in Burbank that we'd go out there to and work. Okay. And you did a song. Do you remember the name of the yeah, song? Yeah, it's called uh, Los Catrachos. Los Catrachos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you guys ever make a video for that? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, it was you on the first verse, mm -hmm. if I'm correct, SPM, mm -hmm. and uh, who else was on there? There was another one of his boys. His name was Low G. Okay. That's what they used to call him. Okay. Yeah. But Frost was on the chorus. Yeah, Frost was on the chorus. Okay. And it was Frost album. Okay. Yeah. How, how was it working? Because we all know what happened to yeah. SPM. Yeah. Whether innocent or guilty, that's not for us to decide. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about his music side. Okay. All right. All right. Um, how was it working with him? I thought his voice was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? He had a nice little textured voice. Kind of sounded like a, like an easy E, if you will. You know what I'm okay. saying? And, I mean, he had a little flow. Uh, as far as his lyrical content, 
I'm not going to say it was like dope, dope, but oh. it was catchy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, I mean, he can move, he can move records. So, oh, okay. I mean, that's what a lot of people were into. Now, um, w w when you work with him, was he had over, did he had already had taken off? Like, you know, was he already like, because people consider him the goat, the star of Houston, yeah. Texas. Was he already there yet or was he still climbing he, the ladder? He, I, I, I'm going to tell you like this. He was, at that point, he was about to take off. He was bubbling. He, okay. he, 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 he was about to blow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you guys recorded that song out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He, he had drove all the way down here from Houston. Wow. Yeah, j just to work with uh, Frost on his album in the studio. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, but everybody was there. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was Frost was there, Baby Bash, of course, uh, Nino Brown, so bang. Is that possibly where when Baby Bash and Frost, yeah. I mean, uh, and, uh, SPM, SPM hooked up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, was that the only song you've ever done with him? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. I might have done one or two, but they didn't ever got anywhere. You know okay. what I'm saying? That was the main one. Right okay. Uh, um, when you found out about him blowing up, did, 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 were you surprised? I wasn't surprised because when we did shows in Houston, that was the, that was the whole talk. You know what I'm saying? So I was yeah. just like, okay, this was about to blow. You okay. know what I mean? It wasn't a surprise because we used to go out there and he had a big following. You know, he had yeah. the, he had whole Houston on his on his back. You know what I mean? That's dope. Man. So yeah, so it was just like it is what it is. You know okay. what I mean? Now, now let me ask you this: When uh, you first started doing shows for your first album, how did it feel, man? Performing, you know, songs that you pretty much came up with in the hood. You know, it it, it felt kind of weird at first because I was never a rapper. You know what I'm saying? It 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 was work for me to kind of sit there and get like direction and stay focused and you know kind of. Because I can rap along to any song, like just like they were talking about earlier, like, you know, the radio album from Al Akuja. I can I can rap along with it. But as far as sitting there and actually doing the rap and, you know, coming to my own stuff, it was work. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I was into it, but I'm not going to say it came easy. You know what I mean? Right. But right. I mean, I always try to do my best as far as and everything I do. So, I mean, if you listen to the albums from like the first album to the last album, I mean, you could see my style or my skills getting sharper and sharper. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I I remember when we did started working on the second album, I saw your your uh, um, style. Your, um, if I'm looking for the right word, that your skill, yeah, progressing a lot, man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's the guy right there mm -hmm. that I've been looking for mm -hmm. because I still thought on the first one, I thought it was dope, but possibly a little bit of gr little green, yeah, you know. Of course. And as a producer, you always try to bring the best out of mm -hmm. the artists that you're working with. That's why it's hard for me to accept when a guy emails a beat. Yeah. There's no chemistry between that person. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's just a beat. I remember I would ask you, uh, uh, what do you think about this? Oh, I like that. What do you think about that? And then you had some stuff to choose from. Yeah. Then I would uh, tailor make, make a beat just for you. Yeah. That fit you, yeah. you know. But uh, I had fun uh, working with you and doing all that, man. Um, who, who are some of the artists that um, I might have named them all? Any artists that you might have worked with that I didn't mention? I worked songs with uh, Baby Bash, and he there he was doing great. I did songs with uh, N2D. Mm. Uh, I did songs with uh, the Funky Aztecs. They're yeah, out of, they're they're out of Vallejo. They they've also done songs with uh, um, Tupac. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean I worked with a lot of those artists that are that are that were finally broke through, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Frost and his old camp, slow and all them. So yeah, it was it was a good run. Oh, now, now let me what I mentioned in the name, was there was there ever some rappers that you work with that you were like, never again? Hmm. 
me see. Let, let, let me let, let me give an example. I've known rappers that I wanted to work with, and I reached out to them. Yeah. And this was in the nineties, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I provided the studio time. I provided the musicians. I provided the, you know, back then you had to buy two inch reel. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I provided the engineer. I did everything. Just show up at this time, mm -hmm. and they would show up like five or six hours later, constantly. And after a while, I was like. That's it, man. Yeah, I got you. That's it. Pretty much everyone I worked with was, was about the studio. You know what I mean? That's where they like to be. So they were usually on time. Now, as far as their work ethic, eh, they might have partied too much that day. You know what I'm saying? Or they right. might have wanted to focus on getting high instead of making music. Right. And I was always the opposite. I was always like, let's take care of business first. Right. And when we're done, and then we'll smoke a little bit. Then we'll drink a little bit. And, and that'll be a wrap. You okay. know what I mean? But as far as like the partying before the sesh, eh, yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, off that first album, "Here's to You," what is your favorite song on there? The "Here's to You" album. I think my favorite song was uh, "El Corrido." El Corrido. Yeah, and I made that with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, off the second album. Mm -hmm. the, uh, what, what would you say, possibly your favorite, or the one that stands out to you the most? At that time, I was making a lot of stuff. And I wanted to like kind of open up other avenues. So I started doing like different concepts of songs. Okay. So uh, out of the second one, I think on that second one, I have a song called uh, Estilo Frio. Estilo Frio. Yeah, you made that beat as well. Yeah. It's got a lot of Spanish guitar in it. Yeah. And it just, it just has that sound like from the first freaking beat that hits. Yes. I mean, it already grabs your ear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny, man, because that's probably my favorite off the second album. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I regret was that I didn't get a better mix. Okay. As as a producer, as an engineer. Yeah, 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 I got you. Because you wanted that baseline to hum, and you wanted that kick to come in. Yeah. And I I don't feel that I got that. I feel that I, it was rushed. Yeah. Uh, we had to finish it, and you know. Yeah, but I think it still sounded great. But then again, at that time, I wasn't really into engineering or trying to produce or anything. I I just wanted to rap. You know what I'm right. saying? And at that time, I mean, I used to like to hang out by the board and everything just to learn and see, you know, what the whole deal is about. Right. But as far as that, yeah, that, that might have been one of my favorite songs on there. Okay. Now, do you still keep in touch with any of these guys, Frost, Dino Brown, Slow Pain, any of these guys? You know what? I try to reach out to some of these guys on social media. And it's always like, to me, it seems like it's ran by a robot because I never get a real response. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, oh, whatever. You know, but the only one that I really talk to on social media is uh, ALT the same. He's the one who's kind of, I mean, he posts his real stuff. He's still out there. He's still like, he's like a regular, just like me and you, just, a regular, just like a regular person. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, some people have gone Hollywood. Yeah, of course. Or, 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 they're, or they're a legend in their own mind, <laughs> you know? I hear you. Uh, uh, and I don't like dealing with those guys. I really yeah. don't. The reason why I reach out to them uh, a couple of guys, uh, I, I released a message on YouTube saying I reached out to the Chicano rappers. Mm -hmm. And I got a couple of idiots that message, oh, they don't want to fuck with you uh, because of this, because of that. First of all, you don't know my history. I've already worked with these guys. Yeah. These guys were supposedly considered friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they tell me whenever you need me. So I reach out. And they give me all of, you know, I got to save a cat from a tree yeah, or, uh, yeah. or, you know, my SIM card is tripping. That's why I haven't been able to answer. And that's why, you know, I'm good. Now, let me tell you why I reach out to them, G. I reach out to them because the fans want to see me interview them. They that's always right. interview so-and-so, interview so-and-so, interview. It isn't because I really want you here, bro. <laughs> right. You know? 
but it's because the fans are asking. Want, are asking. Yeah. It would be like me DJing, and I don't like this record. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't like this record. But you know what? That record is going to make people dance. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. Exactly. So I'm playing to the crowd. I reach out to these guys because people want to see me interview you. So mm -hmm. if you don't, you know what? Then you are literally cheating your fans. Yeah. And if that's the case, you know what? I ask your fans not to support you. Mm -hmm. You know, because you, those fans made you who you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I tell them. Of course. You know, and if you don't want to give them, you know, what they want from you, yeah. don't support these guys anymore. Right. You know, right. so, and eventually you'll see who they are because they won't be on the show. <laughs> you'll see everybody else. Yeah. That I said yes. And minus. Minus so-and-so. Yeah. So just X him off your Christmas list. You know, so anyways, Gene, what can we expect from you? Because I know uh, you'll be here for a couple of days. Then you're shooting back to Texas. Yes. Okay. I wish you didn't live out there because I, I think we can work it. And I don't want to shoot you email beats. I hear you. You know, but um, is there anything? Are you dabbling still into the music? Yes. I, I just started to dabble again. I was doing it after the Lawless 3 album when we had a fallout with our investor. And... uh I started doing my own thing with all the artists that I met along the way. And since he kind of funded the ride, it was on his dime. I made sure that I kept in contact with all the producers that I've worked with along the way. And we kind of traded work for work. So I'd go rap on their stuff and they give me beats and I'd be able to record in their studio. So that kind of stuff happened. And then I did a little group uh, called, uh, it was called All Skills. And I was working out of my garage. That's when I lived right here on the east side uh, on McFarland. I don't know if you hear about an artist. He's already starting to make a move right now. He's young. His name is Baby Bounce. Okay. Yes, of yeah. course. Okay, well, he came to me uh, before he was doing the OKM stuff. And uh, my boy Stevie brought him by. And uh, I had him, I, I mean, I had him come to the pad and I heard his voice. And I was like, this kid got a voice. Okay. And then he had flow and he had uh, nice delivery. And he was young. He was, at the time, he might have been like 14 or 15 years old. Wow. So I was like, yeah, man, you can come by anytime you want. I got studio here. I mean, we can rap so it was him and my other nephews who were kind of sharpening their skills as you know and uh he ended up being a pretty dope rapper well he's got a huge following as a matter of fact well he, he stuck with it that's yes. that's why he yes. stuck with it man he was determined and that's what i liked about him and i i mean there i always just tell him look man here we touch everything that's why the name of the group's called all skills we produce we rap we do our own artwork we we do everything ourselves you know we're all around so if you're going to come here you're going to mess with everything Right. Bottom line. So when you get out there into the rap game, I mean, you're going to be fully equipped. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and and that's what he was about. And I mean, shouts out to uh, a baby B because he's still out there smashing. That's dope, man. You know what I mean? That's he's still dope. out there smashing. Yeah, uh, where can people reach you if they want to get at you, possibly work with you, talk music, whatever? I haven't uh, came up with any social platforms or anything like that where they can reach out to me yet because I'm just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I mean, I'm planning to do a lot of little projects with my son. I mean, he wants to sharpen his skills. He's out there. He has the desire to be a rapper, but I mean, he's still going to need some work. You know, he right. reminds me a lot how I was when I first met you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he had, he has a, he has a desire, but he needs that drive. You know what okay. I mean? And I mean, meanwhile that I work with him, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know what I'm okay. saying? I'll tell you what, uh, when you're ready, create, uh, Instagram, a platform where people can reach you, you know, mm -hmm. where it's dedicated to music, I got artists, you. beats, so let me know and we'll promote it on here. We, we, me and my team created this page to get people a voice, mm -hmm. to get people a, a platform because mm -hmm. 
along the way, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to help. And, yeah. then, uh, and I do want to give a shout out to those that have, that do help. Yeah. And it almost seems like the people that do help us are not even Mexican. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and we don't, we need to look out for each other, man. Exactly. So uh, uh, I would definitely uh, uh, love to promote it as soon as you're ready. Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely want to hear some new stuff uh, yeah. from you. Any shout outs you want to give? Because we come to our time. But once again, uh, I want to invite you back. Yeah. So we can go a little bit deeper. But mm -hmm. any shout outs you want to give to anyone? Or well, just to all the fans out there who continue to support my music. I mean, pretty soon I'll probably release something new. It ain't going to be the same old stuff that y'all used to hear that I used to put out back in the day. I mean, it's going to be reality based, but it's got a new little flavor. It's mostly kind of a old school hip hop beats. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because that's the kind of direction I want to go in. I want to I want to take the old school back. Okay, you know what course. I'm saying, and but I want to put modern day stuff on there, uh, modern day sounds and beats, stuff like that. But I mean, basically, I want to give rap its content that it had back in the day, yeah, and not just put out quantity but quality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh. I don't want to put out a record every three months and just say whatever I think is catchy. I want to put something out that you're gonna like, that you're gonna hear. That's I mean, you're gonna be able to relate to, right? You know what I mean, all right, brother. Thank you, Mr. G, for hey, coming. Thank you, Tom. Mr. G from the city of Wilmington, the Harbor area. That's right. And here's where I give my shout outs. Uh, I want to thank, once again, Spanish Fly, Esther Daz, uh, uh, Rich Rock, wherever you're at. You're always welcome here. Um, DJ Tricks, Jamal Holland, the director, uh, uh, the creator behind uh, Spanish Fly document documentary available on Amazon Prime. My boy G from uh, Lawless, uh, formerly known to Outlaws. And I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, this would not be happening if it wasn't for my good friend, uh, the man behind the wheel, John motherfucking Elkins. Uh, I like to give him credit uh, because he makes all this happen. He actually uh, did this shirt. Okay. So if you guys want to order, it'll be available on our website, documentary.com. It wouldn't be LA without Mexicans. And y'all know that's real. Okay. I also want to give a shout out to uh, my boy, Misfit, Misfit Soto. Uh, you can reach him on his Instagram. Many of you guys already know uh, where to reach him at. I want to give a shout out to uh, DG, Daniel Jones, DG Media Clips. Boomer, Boomer did it, The Remedy Yard, Roger Mera, Roger Live, uh, Wiz One, Kerry Fujita, South Bay Drones. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sandy Pants. You can reach her at her new uh, YouTube page, Sandy's Insights. So subscribe to that. We talk about supporting. We need to support each other. Sandy's insights on her YouTube page. She has her own podcast. Support her on that on every Sunday. Uh, if I'm missing anyone, please uh, forgive me and I'll give you a shout out next time. Uh, my son, Be Scandalous. Uh, once again, this platform was created to give you guys a voice. Okay. Uh, Rodeo Mixtape Documentary, uh, available at documentary.com. Tomorrow, this is important. Tomorrow, we are. I am releasing the flyer for next Wednesday's interview. Tomorrow, we are going to start now doing a Sunday show, same time, seven o'clock. Sunday show would be uh, the flyer will be available Friday. We will promote promote Sunday show on Friday. You are not going to want to miss uh, my first interview. This guy is a bodybuilder. He's a, a bodyguard. And a rapper, and it makes an interesting story, okay? He will be on Sunday. I will promote him on Friday and on Sunday morning. But tomorrow's flyer will be for next Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I have the guy coming in that is responsible for producing 
the best this record ever produced. It ain't Nas and it ain't Jay-Z. Okay, so that narrows it down. You don't want to miss it. Once again, 28 in the building. Thank everyone for tuning in. See you guys Sunday. And have a blessed Thanksgiving. And I'm out.